Welcome to the Parent Trap Podcast, where we give you culturally relevant parenting advice. I am your host, Laria, and I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share our episodes with your other parent friends and follow us on all social media at the Parent Trap Pod. All right, y'all. So we're back in the same series. First, I want to just say thank y'all. For those of you that are responding, whether it's texting me, um, sending a message, talking about how you enjoyed the episode or what you took away from it or, you know, it was God's sin or you just needed to hear it. Hey, all praises, honor and glory to God. I am just thankful that he's using me to inspire parents and you know, just bring this word to y'all in a practical way to make it just culturally relevant for you. A lot of these stories have blessed me and helped guide me as a parent. So I just wanted to do the same and keep coming with the feedback. I promise you it's, it's encouraging me to keep going. It's encouraging me to, you know, dig deeper. And the whole point of this is just to pour into others. Like we don't, we don't take the word and hoard it. We, we teaching and discipling the people. So I appreciate y'all keep the feedback coming so that I can improve or know what is speaking to y'all or know what is, you know, some topics I may need to go a little deeper on. Like, hey, this was good, but I would love to hear more in this area. So that'll help me to be able to support you throughout your parenting journey. So thank you. But we're going to stay right in this series bad parents of the bible with part three part one and bad parents of the bible for those of you if this is your first episode tuning in it's just talking about bible stories where some parents probably didn't make the best decisions or maybe they did and we just thought it wasn't the best but we're just traveling through the word of god on just parenting so week one or part one we talked about abraham and how he kicked out Ishmael and Hagar. Go back and listen to it. Because you're going to find a big surprise in that. And yeah. It's deep. We talk about Zechariah. How God silenced him. John the Baptist daddy. So go listen to those episodes. But today we're going to talk about. Another parent in the Old Testament. And I don't even know if y'all know this person's name. Or like heard of this. I know you've heard the story. If you're a church kid. But we're going to talk about good old Jesse. And some of y'all like, dang, I thought I was going to know, but who is Jesse? So Jesse is the father of David. We all know David, David and Goliath, David and Saul, David and Bathsheba. We know David, David the homie. But let's talk about his daddy, Jesse, and how he got to where he was. And I'm going to just give you all a brief synopsis. Y'all know how I paraphrase. We're going to do what to do. But Saul was king. And Saul won't really listen to God like that. So God like, "Mm, I'm not anointing you anymore. Uh, And he took his anointing before he repositioned him. And during this process, Samuel is just like mourning for Saul. But God is like, Samuel, I need you to get over it. Chill out. How long you going to mourn him? I rejected him. So let's just move on. We need Israel need a new king. And I'm going to send you to the homie Jesse. And one of his sons is our next king. When you get there, I'm going to tell you who. And Samuel like, Saul ain't going to like that. I can't go. Like, giving excuses. And God like, listen, I'm going to give you a reason to go. Just go. 
and we gonna get this whole thing moving so he goes and he like you know jesse bring me all your sons one of them is our next king jesse gather his sons and god is like nah none of them none of them they ain't it <laughs> and he like but you said jesse's sons so he like jesse do you have any more sons he like oh i got little david but he just back there tending to the flock and the sheep like he ain't really the king type he just you know that's just david and let, let's just dissect that a little bit um Parents, how many times have you, your kid has surprised you? You thought they wasn't something or didn't know they could do something. Or you called the other child like, oh, let me have so-and-so come fix this. You called, you called Pookie. Pookie, come fix this. Pookie couldn't do it. And they like, why you ask my man? you like, my man ain't going to do that. My man come in, fix it like that. Let, let's hear the rest of the story. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere with that. So then... You know, David come and the Lord was like, yeah, that's him. Anoint him as king. <laughs> that is the next king. What? Like, David, I'm sure they all had the, you know, emoji with the mouth open like, what? <laughs> and even his dad, Jesse, I wonder how he felt in the moment. Like, I didn't even consider you. I didn't even bring you to the audition and you got the role. I didn't even think you were capable, but you exceeded my expectations. I didn't even put you in a lineup and you were the best candidate. And it goes into talking about how man judges the outer, but it's God that judges the heart. Like, yes, his other sons were strong and warriors and things like that. But God is like, that's physical stuff. I could just put you on a workout plan and you'll be strong. I ain't tripping. But I need a king with a right heart. I need a king that's going to lead my people with good character. I need a, a king that's going to be consistent and shepherd properly. And where was David? He was attending to the sheep and the flock. So he was being skilled as a shepherd. And I just want to say, you may have a child that you don't think is doing what man says they need to do to be groomed or to be developed but they they inherited some skill set that you you didn't even know was going to take them far or you may be busy focused on your athlete child because they getting all the trophies and this and that but your other child who may be always on the computer is about to be the next big thing in it or your other child that may have their head in a book is about to be the next big writer or your other child that's always running a mouth, probably about to be the number one speaker in the world and be getting, you know, that's your money for gigs. So I say, don't be like Jesse and look at the outer and count your child out because of what you see. Like, ask God who they are. Ask God what he's developing them for and ask him what things are going to develop him because just because going to a certain sport developed you and gave you discipline god may want to they may be developed through something else i developed good time management skills from being on my own not necessarily like 
being abandoned. But, you know, like my mother was a single parent and she worked. So I had to get myself up from school and things like that. And I'm trying to teach it to my son by giving it to him. Like, hey, I'm not waking you up. You do it on your own. and It's not really working. So I've been back at the feet of Jesus. Like, Lord, what can I do to help him get up on time? What can I do to help him be disciplined? And Lord told me he needed a consistent routine. Like I get in routine and I break it. So whatever, if he gets in routine, he's going to stay there. Giving him more responsibility going to stress him out because now he has all these expectations on his shoulders and he's going to forget because the pressure's too much. Me, I saw the pressure, like, okay, I got to do this. So I jumped up and did it. He's opposite. So what developed me is not developing him. And I said it to say, whatever you think your child needs to develop to be great, have you inquired with God about how they're wired? Have you inquired with him about the things that they need to be fully developed? Have you even inquired with him about what is his goal and plan for them? Because we all see Jesse didn't know. Jesse thought that David was just going to be the sheep guy all his life when really he was the whole king. <laughs> and... Sometimes we miss it. We miss it with our kids and that's okay. It's okay that we missed it. It's just don't stay off track. Once you notice you missed it, pivot and adjust. Jesse didn't fight like David ain't finna be no king. He just brought him out. Okay, anoint him, whatever. And he did go back to tending to the flock for a while and it was a slow transition in. But what if Jesse would have fought it? Some of y'all are fighting. Oh, I know my child is going to be this. And I know they're going to be that. But have you asked God? And I'm not saying them things you ask God about that the enemy trying to attack. Don't let him attack them. We renounce it, whatever. But the other stuff that you just assumed about your child and their purpose and their destiny. Don't fight it when it pivots. Especially if it's two things like both of them are successful and legitimate. Why fight it just because it's your will or what you think? Put it before God and let them soar. So, yeah. Um, eventually, David stepped into being. He he played the harp. And as Saul was being tormented because his anointing was gone and some other stuff. David used to come in and play for him and serve him and stuff like that. And he transitioned and David ended up becoming king. But the blessing and all of that, although Jesse counted him out, although his daddy Jesse counted him out, the blessing in it is he rose to his rightful place solely because of God. So, yeah, some of y'all may be stubborn and not going to listen and y'all still going to count y'all child out. But God is God. And I think that was God's plan all along in this situation to where it he couldn't nobody could take the credit his daddy couldn't stand up and say yeah i trained david and that's why he a great king and i made sure he was this and not this and not that. no there was no man no flesh could glory in what god did so yeah some of y'all may stick to it and do what you do and fight the will of god for your child but what god has for them is gonna be for them and it's a blessing that god when god can elevate you when man counted you out and god elevates you that that's the real power of God at work. And he's going to show his power regardless. And even let's backtrack to some of y'all. You may not count your kids out, but you were counted out. Your parent may put you in a box. Your parent didn't believe in you. And you're still dealing with the torment and the hatred or the unforgiveness because of that. And I want to encourage you to release it. 
because you still turned out great. You may have some few, some hurdles to jump through, a few obstacles to overcome, but you still got there. And that way, God's glory is the thing put on a platform and not what man did. So forgive your parents and heal because they didn't know. So that you're not repeating cycles so that you're receiving all your blessings and not letting it hinder you. But if you were the parent that was counted out as a child, go ahead and reconcile and release that to God. Because it wasn't, it probably wasn't for man to see. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It, it wasn't for man to see. It was for God to show that his word is true. It was for God to show that he's the one who gives elevation. It was for God to show that it's his strength, that his, that is his power, that is his anointing that elevates, that it is him who is in control. So some of us arguing with our parents and mad, I did all this on my own and I got here and this and that and this. It was God's grace that covered you and took you and kept you. It was God's grace that got you there because you got to a level none nobody in your family has gotten to because they have hindrances oh and sometimes them walking that out with you would have placed them hindrances in you like let's go back to part one where separation was necessary and yes your parent may not have been separated from your life but they may have been separated from your success or your career journey and that doesn't mean you get there and you know look down on them that just means God had to instill some things in you personally that they couldn't be attached to. Some things that they would have probably ruined. So you're mad at the person because they didn't help you on this journey. But really they would have been a thorn in your flesh on this journey. And it was God that separated them because he was with you just like he was with David. He told Samuel, no, not none of them. I know the one I want. He knew you were the one he wanted. He knew it. And he didn't need their support to get you there because he knew that would have been a hindrance. You broke some generational curses and you was only going to break that by detaching. So stop being mad about them not being a part of your process. When God is the one who created the process and sent you through it, you had to go first. And release the anger so that you can pull the next generation up with you. All right, so that's it for today, y'all. Go read that. First Samuel chapter 16. Go ahead and read the story. Study it for yourself on how Jesse counted his son out, but God still elevated him. And I want to encourage you, whether you were the child that was counted out or you're counting your child out, it's all going to work in God's good. And, you know, surrender. Just surrender the process to him. Surrender it to him and allow him to guide you on how to parent, what your child's destiny is, and how he wants to develop it. And at the right time, no matter if you're in a room or not, God is going to call you forth. All right, so thank y'all for tuning in. Don't forget to share your feedback. The email is in the show notes. To my friends and family, you know, y'all can shoot me a text. (laughs) Leave a review. Do what you got to do. Let me know how this inspired you. Um, Share it on your social media. Get your other parent friends listening because we want everybody to get out of the trap. Don't do it. It's a trap. All right. So we'll be back next week. Thank y'all for listening and have a great day.